Hi, this is Bobby Kamari, and I want to thank you for listening to the Living in Light podcast, where we love to explore some of the incredible ways that God shows up with his love, light, and liberty in and through everyday people like you and me. So on today's show, I'm going to be chatting to my best friend, Bianca Rose, who's an amazing singer, songwriter, creative extraordinaire. She's just a cool cat, really. And she is the incredible voice behind the intro and outro track called You're Beautiful that you hear on these podcasts. So thanks so much, B, for blessing these podcasts with such a gorgeous song. So I can't wait for you guys to meet her. And I really, really hope you enjoy today's podcast. I'm so excited to have with me my beautiful friend, Bianca Rose, who I have known for like 10 years and we're best friends. And it's so exciting to actually get her on the show for her to just be able to talk about her personal style, um, her creativity, just the way that she allows God's creativity to radiate through her in her everyday life as a creative, as a mum, as a singer-songwriter. I mean, all the things that this girl does, literally the list is endless, but she is super, super gifted and talented. And we're going to kind of unpack some of Bianca's creative journey today. So I'm going to introduce you to the wonderful Bianca Rose. Hi, babes. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, so good to have you. It's so cool to be here and to be on your podcast. Oh, what a privilege. (laughs) Privilege. Thanks, babes. Thank you. Um, so I'm just going to get you to, first off, just say a little bit about yourself. Like loads of people that are listening probably know you on so many different levels. But tell the audience who you are um, and a little bit about what you do. Okay, so my name is Bianca Rose. Bianca Tomowo, because I am married to my awesome husband for almost 10 years now, OMG. Um, I'm a mum of two girls, Ava and Leora, and yeah, I, I, lo- I think I call myself a creative now because of the journey that I've been on, I'm not just one thing anymore, and I used mm. to kind of channel all my creativity into being a singer-songwriter, and just because of life's journey, I found that there were more areas that I like to be creative in, and that... I find joy in and I find um, God in. So I feel like I'm just a creative. And so that means I'm a singer-songwriter. I've tried lots of things, you know. There was a website era, building yeah. website era, you're which so came good at all and of went. That stuff. Well, it was, yeah, yeah it was interesting. Um, I, what else do I do? The makeup uh, that you do. Well, these, I think these are all creative dabbling dabbles <laughs> like I da- dabble in different things and if I enjoy it I'll do it and it yeah. doesn't matter for how long I've learned and try not to put a label on it mm-hmm. as oh I'm a this and a that I know mm-hmm. that actually most things revolve around like the center of most of what I do is music yeah but there are other creative yeah offshoots of yeah that. yeah and I'm open to exploring anything mm-hmm. that I feel like you know God might be just 
you know, putting me in that direction. It might mm. not be for me. It might mm. be for someone else. Like the makeup came yeah. from helping you with what you do and the yeah. website thing, helping you to get your thing on, on yeah. you know, going. And then I realised, oh, I actually quite enjoy this. It was for a season, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I also have a, a company called now called I Am Independent and we help independent artists to grow and to thrive. We're really passionate about unsigned we don't like to call it unsigned, independent artists and just the work that they do. And sort of, we want to just be a part of supporting that and helping that music to to get out into the world mm. and to have a life. Awesome. So good. Like what you said about, I guess, the makeup season, not, not necessarily a season. I mean, hopefully you'll jump back into it at some point, but the time that you did explore doing makeup and also when you were supporting me on the actual website design for living in light like I once read that we have around 700 gifts wow each human Mm. has around 700 gifts and I think that we live in such busy lives that we don't necessarily Mm. get the the space to explore all of the amazing stuff that God has placed inside of us. And I think the beauty of being a creative and actually being around other creatives, we end up bouncing off of one Mm. another and we end up then exploring avenues of creativity that we may not have otherwise have explored and actually avenues of creativity that somehow are close to the average person Mm. if you are you know in a job or you're not able for whatever reason to tap into your creativity you never do get to explore that side yeah but I think it's such a beautiful thing that when you have a community around you where you can tap into all of that stuff and that's definitely something I think that triggers quite a lot of your creativity yeah I think it's definitely being around other people who are free enough to explore their all of their creativity and mm. um, I also kind of think becoming a mum I wasn't able to do music for that season season in the way that I wanted to and yeah I think I had that kind of um you know when you're saying about people have a sort of a more regular job mm. and it's you know they're they may feel quite locked into that yeah um, so they may not think that there's anything else that they can do or even would want to do. I think it was the same with music. Like I had chosen music. I decided it. Mm. had blinkers that this is this is the fun, funnel through which all of my creativity will flow. But actually becoming a mum and going on a bit of a spiritual journey um, with God, that was quite tough. It, it helped me to look away from music for a season and there was such a need to be creative. Mm. Like, I, I felt like I needed to do something creative yeah. in order to even live. I don't know yeah. if that sounds dramatic, but I am dramatic. <laughs> um, but then that precipitated me finding other ways to be creative and actually becoming really okay with um, sort of fulfilling that desire to be creative not in music but in other things yeah and just realizing oh I love makeup I love creative direction I love like coming alongside your shoots and helping to put that together and putting the whole looks together and how does the website look and and even sort of promotional strategy Mm -hmm. and just just realizing that actually I can pour what I the essence of who I am into more than one thing yeah but that came out of hard times mm. um mm. and out of things that felt difficult mm. um and just not being locked in yeah but just being a bit free yeah to allow myself to be moved yeah so good know? so so good um I want to tap into a couple of things that you said there so 
firstly when you said if I don't create I felt like you know I I needed to create to live basically and you were like oh that might be a bit dramatic but actually it's not Mm. because we are creative beings and in the beginning God created and us creating like if that's the first thing God did then surely we must need creativity in Mm. order to live you know and for us to fully feel alive we must be creative Mm. and I totally echo that sometimes when we're not creating, we do feel dead on the inside. Mm. And you can feel like there's a part of you that isn't alive because you're not creating. So I just, I think that that was totally God in you. Mm. And then just going back to the fact that you generally are creative, bouncing off of other people, you know, outside of your music. But even within your music you do do quite a lot of collaboration with other artists Mm. and there's always because you're around a community of creatives there's always potential for projects to be birthed or a fun idea to come up that you can dive into so just tell me a little bit about the current collaborations that you're doing Mm. um, and just maybe some work that you've done with others in the past Mm. and how that came about I'm not a natural collaborator okay I'm you know, when they say no man is an island, I'm like, I'm quite happy on my island yeah. by myself because <laughs> um, I'm more introverted. Um, I like to be alone. And I, with the way I sort of started in music was picking up a guitar. What started, the way I settled into my rhythm was mm. picking up a guitar, creating my songs alone, going out and playing by myself, you know, doing that sort of thing. So that, that became my mode and it's the easiest mode mm. for me. When you've got to bring other people in, it can be just tricky. So I'm not a natural collaborator, but over time, I just realised the value of collaborating, yeah. that I could create a song, and it could be great. But I actually think that some of the greatest sort of works of creation by human beings are done in collaboration with others. Wow. And I've just found that now. Like I the songs I've created and with people, I've been collaborating a lot lately mm-hmm. and I'm so open to doing that. And there's some great songs that I've created with people and I think I could have created some could have created something good, but it just wouldn't have been this. Sure. Like some like I'm releasing a song that um I wrote with um an amazing musician producer called Jake Isaac and um, I think I could have written a song similar with a similar vein sure. alone, mm. but it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have had the heart and the yeah. essence yeah. if I hadn't collaborated with him or the other people I'm collaborating with. There's just something about creation that is it multiplied. I don't know if it's a multiplication thing, yeah. but it's, a, it's it's even richer yeah, exactly. in some instances yes. if yeah. it's done with other people. And that is something I'm now just learning and I'm yeah. now stepping into and I'm just say, saying yes to the awkwardness of yeah. creating with somebody else. Yeah. It's not yeah. awkward by myself. Yeah. And just, you know, the, the, the even the pressure of feeling like, okay, I've got to come up with something now and just kind of working to not have that pressure and how do I function in this moment yeah. and take the pressure off myself, but also be free to throw my ideas out there and they might be, you know, they might not be good ones, and, but it's fine. And just facing that fear. There's a lot mm. to the process of yeah. collaboration that is really, um, it's a growing experience and I'm, yeah. and I'm, I'm into it. 
I wasn't, <laughs> but I am now. <laughs> I think when it comes to collaborating with someone else, I think trust is like a huge thing. Mm. And um, I know that even if I'm doing living in light stuff, like I, I trust you, yeah. you know, like I know that ultimately you know who I am and you know about mm. the brand. And so if you make suggestions or if you bring something to the table, I can totally trust your heart. And I think that when you're able to collaborate with someone that you really can trust their heart, I think yeah. there's a greater joy to it. But equally, you have collaborated with people that you don't really even yeah. know, you yeah. know. So tell me a little bit about what that's like for you when you're when you're collaborating with someone that you don't know, you're not sure if you can trust them, you know, with like your creative process or where you might be coming from what are you thinking when you go into a collaboration yeah. with someone you don't know what am I thinking I'm not thinking whether I can trust them or not mm. I think I've kind of done some work in my head beforehand before I've said yes yeah in my heart and my head I prayed about it I'm saying Lord lead me if it's not cool then you know shut the door like if I'm am I feeling peace about it I've done all that work yeah. before I've gone into that and then so I'm I think I'm just going into it like it's a a new a blank page and yeah. it's more about, a lot of it's more about what I'm trying to bring to the table than what even they're bringing to the table so I'm going in there to give my best and my best effort and working with the dynamic that whatever that dynamic is to create something great and so I think that's all I go into it with I try and come in with being the the bit have been as prepared as I can be mm. having something to bring I like to be I like to, I'm always writing lyrics or I have voice notes and things so I like I come with come with ideas so that I've got stuff to fall back on or to bring or whatever but um yeah I I think I just roll with it mm. to mm. be honest with you I'm not really analyzing it sure. so much um the best scenario is creating out of relationship. And I yeah. think when we do something or I'm yeah. doing something with somebody I know, I'm writing a lot with friends mm -hmm. and that's great mm -hmm. because you can talk, you know each other, a good part of you is on the same page. Yeah. So there is there is, there is is that flow. And, and so when we create, yeah. we know sort of the ebb and flow of, you yeah. know, even each other's moods where yeah. we're at, I know, you know, how to communicate something how to give an idea and leave it there <laughs> i don't need to push it i can just leave it there Bobby. you can think about that in your own time and like when and you say i'm just saying i'm just saying you know i, I think i'm right but i could be wrong <laughs> joyce my tip um so relationship helps to know how yeah. you know to flow in the moment um I like working with new people now, I think. And even like you obviously have just come back from a tour. Yeah. And that, you know, firstly, people you didn't know, mm -hmm. but people that weren't um, believers either. Yeah, yeah. So what was that like for you? Because I know that you had the most incredible time. Mm. Um, and even like just backtracking for a moment, like what you've said that you generally you know when you are it doesn't matter who you're working with but you you're following the leading of the lord mm. and i don't think i've ever experienced you come back from a project and and you not yeah. feeling joy yeah, you know yeah. i think there's always been a sense of yeah that that was good even mm -hmm. though it might have been unfamiliar and it might yeah. have been uncomfortable at times but even the newness and the i guess the adventure of it like it's always encouraged you mm. so talk to me about the tour because that was being around um, yeah. people that aren't of the faith, but it was such a glorious adventure for yeah. you. So unpack that a little bit. How did you find it? I mean, the main thing was, as I said, being more of an introverted personality. I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to be with people for like 
12 days people who I don't know were going to be on the road but they were great they were very chill yeah in terms of them not being believers I feel I feel like I take I just I go into the situation and just take people as they mm. are I'm not I try not to think about them as you're you're a Christian you're, you're or you're not like you're this human being that's in front of me mm-hmm. let's get to know each other we're being in each other's space I don't I, I'm trying not to have an agenda on my mind in terms of all this influence I'm trying to put on you I just you know from the from the inside I'm like Lord just help me to be a blessing um and I take that pressure off myself but then I'm just like this is another human being in front of me Mm. who I can get to know Mm. um so I that's kind of more what I what I'm learning to lean into and that helps that process Um, but what is like your so like for example and the reason I'm asking this because you could have creatives listening who you know may be faced with decisions you know when it comes to creative projects and whether they should go with something Mm -hmm. whether they should not etc yeah um so although yes you don't Mm. you know you see them as a human being and as an image bearer of christ but the fact that you are on tour for 12 days and in that close proximity with people that don't necessarily walk in the same faith as you and obviously because you know it's it's commanding your atmosphere and it's like I guess feeding off of one another all of that stuff and so for people that are listening Mm. what was it that gave you a sense of peace that actually I am going to be around unbelievers in this close proximity within this space for 12 days what was the conviction Mm -hmm. that you had that maybe prevented you from not taking previous opportunities that may have been similar but what was it about this opportunity that you thought actually I I believe this is the Lord um I didn't necessarily have that oh I believe this is the Lord or not it's more about me and where I'm at yeah so I'm in a place where I can take a step like this yeah and I know that like I I have a certain strength in the Lord. I have a certain dependence on the Lord. Yeah. Um. So I can walk in this. Now, there's certain things I wouldn't do, but that's like the work you do before. Like sure. I would look at the artist or the tour or the producer and be like, no, that is not who yeah. I'm collaborating with. Yeah. You know, um, I'm not aligning myself with that. But if if there's nothing in in it, sort of musically or the vibe or whatever, someone is about that, it's like, oh. You're just not a Christian, but yeah. you're cool. Yeah. Then, then I'm the work I do before is Lord, show me, like, give me, you know, if it's not if it's not what I'm supposed to be doing, like, yeah. please show me about that. I don't want to do anything. I'm happy to say no, because I'm so happy to say no to opportunities. Mm. It's just no big deal for me to say no. I'm like, yeah, fine, because I know that like there'll be something else. I have yeah. a family as well, so yeah. I'm not. I'm 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 more happy to say no to things yeah. because it can be a lot. So. I think I'm not being so attached to everything mm. and being more attached to the fact that God is the one that brings opportunities yeah. helps me to go, okay. I think it helps me to be able to think or hear clearly whether, or feel clearly whether this is something. But I, I don't necessarily wait for a yes sure. for something because sometimes I just follow the piece. If I if I have a piece about exactly. it, if I don't have any yeah. any kind yeah. of check, like mm, yes. there's something not yeah. quite right, then I've learned, especially in this season, to go with that. Yeah, totally. And it's and it's so I do ask, mm. and then I do wait a bit, mm. 
and then I go, you know what, this seems good to me. This, yeah. like, I'm not feeling away. I'm like, Lord, yeah. guide me. Even though I've said yes, like if this is still not cool, then yeah, shut it door. down. Yeah. But I'm going to keep walking in this direction. Yes. Yeah. I'm inviting you into the process. Yeah. Um. So from that, when from when I've when I've got that piece about it, yeah, I'm just I'm just called then to just be, and I yeah. feel like, um, my responsibility is just to just to be and to live and to in my interaction to be light exactly. and so when I'm there obviously they you know in the evening times and stuff you know they wanted to kind of go out go it was in Czech Republic and sort of a more the drinking culture is is a thing it's probably a bit like here mm. and so I just I'm I just I, I'm fine to opt out yeah. I'm fine to opt out yeah. most of the time yeah I, and and then like maybe twice on the tour I was like oh I should hang out or three times in the evening I should hang out a bit yeah because I'm just happy to be the one that goes back to my room yeah you can think whatever you want about me but they were cool they we hung out so much all day and yeah. we, we had such a good time but they just got it that I'm just like I'm just yeah. gonna go and sleep and chill so I think it's just a lot of it is to do with like that internal space and knowing who you are knowing if like you have the strength to be in a situation yeah. like spiritually yeah. and where you're at knowing what your own limitations and weaknesses are I know who I am yeah like, and I'm just I, I think I'm more okay mm. with what other people think mm. about me now mm. whereas before I was a bit more swayed and I might want to people please and therefore yeah. get myself in situations sure. that I don't want to be in yeah. so as, I think as a creative just knowing who you are because you are going to step into a lot of situ- different situations if you want to yeah I think you can be a bit more limiting and that's fine. But I do want to, I do, yeah. I, I do want to work with people. I, I want to grow. There are a lot of talented people who are not Christians. There are a lot of gifted people and great people and kind people and mm. that I can collaborate with who don't know Jesus. Yeah. I can be a so moment like, yeah, yeah, of totally. like a seed in their yeah. life. I don't have to be preaching to them, but I can exactly. just be, yeah. and that can be a moment that God can use. Um, even if it's insignificant to me, but I can just be there and be who I am. But I, there's an exchange there as well, yeah. where I can learn from them as well. Yeah. And I can, there, there are great people out mm. there that don't know the Lord. And, yeah. and I'm, I'm learning from them as much as I'm, yeah, not as so much, good. but I'm learning from them. You're gleaning. And, and yeah, yeah, like, exactly. like yeah. people are great. Yes. You know? Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like every human being is an image bearer of Christ. Yeah. And every human being is valuable and, worthy to be cherished mm. and I think that sometimes as believers there is this place where we won't necessarily go to certain environments because we're we think we see that as secular we see that as worldly and I we're afraid of it as well, yeah and intimidated by it. we don't know how to operate or function in that environment but I definitely feel that it, you know when you are mature in the Lord that go and be salt and light in those places you know actually like for you you've had this prophetic life word really Mm. that you know your music refreshes others and you have to go to places that need refreshing in order for your sound to refresh others and if we stay in our safe you know sacred environments um we end up not really being any good to anyone yeah and there is a bit of an us and them kind of yeah. mentality as well and I think people feel that yeah um so I just don't want to do that and I yeah. but I do want to caveat in that there'll probably be probably have been a time where I may have compromised myself sure. or in smaller big ways yeah um in certain situations because 
I did, there, there was way more fear of man and, yeah. and people pleasing about me. Yeah. Um, and I've just, and God's helped me to grow through that. Yeah, and I'm still growing course, in that. Yeah. So I know that for the most part, I can step into something and I can keep myself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, preserve yourself. Yeah. yeah and, exactly. And, but I can also enjoy these yeah, people and, exactly. and, and love these people, love people where they're at and actually become friends with people. Yes, just see them, totally. see everyone yeah. as human being. And, but still, yeah. you know, no, this is who I know who I am. Yeah. And yeah, but there was a time when that may sure. not have been the case. Yeah. So it's knowing knowing that and actually our you know, we have to guard our own hearts. Yes. Know that actually this is not this is probably not cool for me to go on this tour bus with these people who live a certain lifestyle that is so, you know, crazy. Mm. You know, some there was a tour I was gonna go on well I auditioned for years ago. And the person that put me forward really did explain because they 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 did the tour with these people, and they they she wasn't doing it anymore, so they were auditioning for someone to replace her, and you know it was such a tough tour, lots of drugs, lots of lots of crazy stuff, and I still auditioned for that tour because I mean for me, drugs and all that is is never a thing. Being an appeal, but if you yeah. know that 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 would be, that would be difficult, tricky for you, mm. um that is something to run away from. Mm-hmm. So you should need mm-hmm. just know you need yeah. to know yourself and where you're at and the most important thing is guarding your heart. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. Just super quick. So the tour, it was a real successful tour, wasn't yeah, it? You had so people good. that were loving your music. Yeah. Just briefly talk about that. Yeah, it was interesting going somewhere where you've never been and you don't have an audience and then finding out that people are into what you do. Um so we toured I toured Czech Republic for ten days, did ten ten dates. And it was just great. It was great to go into rooms full of people who paid for a ticket and who enjoyed the music and bought merch and bought CDs. And we had this like great moment between us, you know, yeah. in, in that live space. And it was really good for me to learn how to in, reinterpret my music to new audiences, not yeah. just like new audiences in the UK or audiences that I expect, but actually different demographic, yeah. you know, and... Yeah, it was just great. I'm going to go back. They booked me again, so I'm going to do it again and push off into Poland next time. But um, yeah, it was it was it was a real learning experience, and and just helps me to see a little bit more of what God's doing. And the fact that they, you know, they had a real appreciation for music. They really did. Yeah, like, such an appreciation for music. Such appreciation for music that is not native to their land. Mm. And somebody coming into their their town, their city. I went to some villages, you know, bigger cities, smaller cities, and that I'd come from the UK and come and play there. I think there's such an appreciation because they just they don't have the choice that we have here. Yeah. So yeah. you know, whereas we, somebody says, "I've got a gig next week," and they'll be like, "Yeah, I'll go to the next." Yeah, one. it's like you can take your pick yeah, because there's yeah. so many. It's yeah. not the same. Yeah. It's not. The, not. It's not. Yeah. It's just not the same. People there. are really hungry out there. Yeah, aren't they? and yeah. just for culture and and creativity and just to take in something yeah. new. So I loved being a part of that process yeah. and part of that experience. Awesome. It was really cool. You mentioned earlier when you were just talking about back in the day where you may have had fear of man and and I know that you've been on a journey you know your most recent album was no fear here Mm -hmm. and I in all the time that I've known you you have always wanted to confront your fears and so talk to me a little bit about that journey because 
I actually want you to unpack what music's been like for you, where you were an artist and then you kind of came away, took some time out and how you confronting your fears was a fundamental part of that journey. Mm. Um, so music, yeah, I've been doing music for a long time now. I don't like to count the years um, anymore. And so I was going to, I wanted to be a barrister when I was young. And then I went to uni to do that and then realised I didn't like it. So I dropped out of uni and then it's like, the only thing I like is music. And I used to sing at church and stuff. So I started on this journey of doing music and writing and writing all four R&B songs. And then one day my uncle gave me a guitar and I discovered John Mayer. And then that that started me on this journey. And it was before like girls would have guitars sure. you know it's like yeah. everywhere now yeah, but yeah, yeah. I would go out to like an open mic and people would be confused um <laughs> and so yeah that started everything off and I was really into it you know I felt like I had vision from God um as well that this was like the journey that I should be taking mm. so I just went headlong into it um I don't think I realized that I was really trying to build myself yeah and basically just become famous yeah um I don't think I think it was all mixed up like this vision from the Lord and me working hard at it but really you know building myself as well into this this the it's like you had selfish ambition yeah the Beyonce and the singer-songwriter world (laughs) maybe potentially that was what I was going for I don't know but I was really trying to build myself and build myself up to this pinnacle and I remember having this thought like what if you get to the pinnacle of success and that is not where God wants you to be but imagine being at the top of the world and you're like oh I should be over there yeah (laughs) that would be awful yeah so I started to question things and question what I was doing and I started to say no to stuff had a manager dropped my manager I had I was having loads of meetings and stuff and then I just started saying no to things and um and then I just went into this hole yeah. emotionally. Um, I suppose though, I mean, you did, obviously you met Kenny, you I got married, Kenny you had the yeah, girls, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. or just before the girls. So there were things going on that yeah. I guess. When I started saying no, it was when and then I met Kenny. So yeah. like personally, it was happy times, but from a career perspective, yeah. I was like heading into this dark time yeah. and it was really weird. Um, yeah, cause I was like, I should be so happy and I am, but yeah. that was making me really sad. Mm. And I don't think I had enough mentors or people around me just to help guide me through that time. Yeah. Um, Because I was really green and I just needed to just grow in the process, but I just couldn't. Um, So I stepped away, just, you know, I just stepped away and I was just, I, I was with Kenny and I was working in other ways and I learned how to teach English as a second language instead <laughs> of music, which was an awful choice. And... Yeah, it just, I I remember just like, I should be happy, but I'm really sad. Yeah. I was just really sad and disappointed. Um, And I was depressed. Um, But it was kind of, I feel like God was in it in a weird way. um, Because there was a lot of a stripping away of, you know, ambition. Yeah. And a a dangerous ambition that I think if I carried on down that track, I don't know the person I would be today. Mm. I don't know if I would even love God or know him mm. today um and that's the most important thing 
in life. There's nothing more important yeah. than knowing him. So I think a lot of that was a stripping away, but because I got into a depressive state, it became really painful and unhealthy and I didn't necessarily have the support just to help someone to help me help help me see what I'm going through. Yeah. It was more protracted than it needed to be. But out of that time, when I finally came out of that time, um I came out with a a fearlessness yeah. that I didn't have before. And also I came out with purpose that I didn't have before where I know that I wanted to do music, but I also knew why. Yeah. You know, I knew who I was and why I was there. And it wasn't just to build my name, but actually wherever I go, I can be light and I can be salt. And actually the music that I make can be life-giving in some particular way and that this creativity can be enjoyable and fulfilling for me as well. So I I had a I had a, a fearlessness that I could also see other people succeed and that's where they should be. I don't need yeah. to be there where yeah. they are. Mm-hmm. But actually my my ladder is on my own wall. Yeah. And I'm climbing up with God where wherever he's taking me and my success personally is every moment feeling no this is what I should be doing yeah that's success to me yes um that was that's what helped me move forward like I should I am I lord am I doing do I feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be doing am I doing what I feel like I'm supposed to be doing yeah then I felt successful yeah it wasn't any other measure yeah I mean just on that note like you being a mum to Ava and Leora Mm -hmm. gorgeous little cupcakes Obviously, as a mum and still pursuing creativity, and you're still, you know, your your main thing is looking after the girls yeah. and being a wife to Kenny. Like, that's your priority. And um, how do you wrestle with the seasons where you feel like that needs to take precedence, but you're seeing other people who are achieving and advancing and stepping into those places that for you might feel like are out of your reach because you're navigating through motherhood like how do you wrestle through that Hmm. I think it's less of a struggle now I think knowing why I'm in this Hmm. is is been the biggest thing um but that's been a journey to be there I think when the girls were really young that was the hardest time because my every waking moment was the girls. Yeah. Well, my sleeping moments, my non-sleeping <laughs> moments, the moments when I should be sleeping and I wasn't, because I couldn't be, was just with my kids. And yeah. that was the hardest time, I think, because I couldn't even do something else. Like mm. I couldn't, maybe if I couldn't do music, I couldn't really do anything else. I tried to, and that was the season where I started to learn other areas of creativity. That would be how I worked through that season was, okay, I can't do music in the way that I want to do music. Yeah. That's actually really hard to do right now. But God led me to find other things that I enjoy. So you was doing a lot of shoots yeah. and things and I'll just encourage you or whatever, we'd talk about it. And then I don't know how it happened where, you know, I'll fix your website up or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And, and creative and direction. Or like I remember doing that. the makeup yeah. and I was like yeah. really heavily pregnant. I think it was with Leora, that last, that last shoot. Was it the last one? Oh yeah. Before that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the things that I could do, I would do it. Yeah. And it, I felt so fulfilled. Yeah. And I just didn't put pressure on the things that I couldn't do. Mm. Couldn't mm. really do music mm. like that. And I also remember like when we'd chat and say you were struggling, I I remember always just like saying to you, like, 
just be kind to yourself in this yeah. season like yeah. have grace yeah. for yourself and yeah. I think it's so important when you are parenting and parenting never comes to an end but no. in those seasons where that is literally all that you are able to do and that's the greatest thing you can be doing mm. but to just be kind to yourself and, and to take the pressure off that you have to also be you know hitting all those creative goals and you have to be doing this or you have to be doing that like God will redeem mm. all the time yeah. like all you have to do He's right so now kind. is just breathe and enjoy the season yeah. that you're in but it's hard to enjoy it because if you're because even in that time like having loads of ideas or totally you know yeah. it's, it's all unfulfilled mm-hmm. in that time and you just yeah. want something else yeah. so it's hard to actually it's hard for me to actually enjoy the yeah. moment when I actually wanted that moment and some creative moments yes. too yeah so having some things that I could do really helps yeah. like to yeah, yeah, be yeah. able just to give my attention to some creative adult things yeah. not singing you yeah. know the wheels on the bus um, and <laughs> That was really, really helpful. But yeah, absolutely, being kind to myself. I think, you know, if anyone knows anything about the Enneagram personality character stuff, I'm a one. And that is somebody who is quite self-critical sure. in a lot of ways yeah. and has an internal dialogue of just, you're crap, you're crap, you're crap. Yeah. You know, you're, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. you know, he's being critical of, there's a voice being critical of who I am. Mm-hmm. So had I known that at the time, that would have been helpful. Mm-hmm. Just to realise that actually... I can just tell that voice just to be yeah, quiet yeah. and I'm I'm doing fine. Yeah, yeah, know? exactly. And I think because we live in this society where it's natural to wrestle with, it's not that it's natural to wrestle with, but we live in a society where competition and comparison yeah. is so prevalent and you really have to, like the Lord has to take you through processes where that stuff just isn't a thing anymore. Yeah. But I think we all go through seasons where Absolutely. we might feel that we're stagnant and that others are growing. I think just things you can be kind to yourself in yeah. that, you know, before Christmas for a month, I literally deleted, you know, social media off all my devices. Yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking if I'd done that when I was in my toughest seasons, yes. it would have helped yeah. so much. Yeah. Like so much, I was yeah. wouldn't have all these other people's lives, like yeah. just watching their yeah. lives all this yeah. all the time. Exactly. You know, people that I don't even know or people that yeah. I do know. The crazy thing with that is that you know it's you know, a snapshot, absolutely. but it's human nature yeah. to almost absorb that with your senses and let it affect your neurology. Yeah and believe that that is real yeah. even though you know that actually that's not real that's just that's a filter or that's a snapshot or that's yeah. just a moment in time or even if it is real but it's, it, and just being able to have the just especially when you're at your lowest to have just the wherewithal to go oh, yeah it's fine that yeah. celebrate whether that's somebody yeah, else exactly. is that it's really yeah. hard yeah so i am for social media breaks as um, a regular thing yeah just to just get yourself back and be like oh gosh yeah there yeah. is there is so much to absorb in the real world yeah yeah, yeah you know yeah. um yeah awesome um when you are doing your music mm. and like I said earlier confronting fear is a real big thing for you and I remember when you filmed the you're beautiful video mm. and you went for you know, taking off all your makeup yeah. on the actual video. Mm. And I and I know from just being so close to you that whenever you're filming your videos and when you're going on tour, when you're doing everything, I think this, 
is is part of who we are in the Lord. Like we want to confront those fears and not to have anything yeah. that kind of um, intimidates us. But so with that video, you took off all your makeup. Why why did you do that? I think the the whole premise of the song is that you you know you I you know you we are beautiful just as we are and this way God's made us and just to be and that is a universal message. But I wanted to I just wanted to express that visually. And I love, I love makeup. I love all of that. And I wouldn't ordinarily, you know, ever be in front of any camera just even if without a little bit of concealer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, 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 just a, a dab. <laughs> little dab will do ya. And um, so I just wanted to do that. I just wanted to express it. And I, I think message of music is so important to me that I would like, I'll do it for the yeah. message, you know. Yeah. So that's just why. Just wanted to really express that sentiment yeah like we're good just as we are so powerful and in terms of your music videos and just in terms of like creatively you really are someone who is quite edgy um Mm. or innovative really fresh and like we said you did creative direction for living in light and you're always like for me personally you're always someone who helps me see the good in the way that god may have created me and you're certainly someone that I look up to from a style perspective. Like you are so wow. fashionable. Anyone that knows you will literally know that you're a bit of a style queen. Wow. Thanks. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, you're really into fashion, but not like as a slave, but you really are into fashion. Mm. And I don't even know how you do it. Like you managed to juggle being a mum and working and being a creative and then you still manage to put looks together for each season and because I'm know, not like constantly putting looks together I know, together, I know but I'm, that, you know that makes I mean? it all the more incredible like yeah. how you manage to keep kind of your eye on what's going on and I think it's just the fact that you do enjoy fashion and yeah. you enjoy creativity and you enjoy the arts and what's happening and so as a result of it, your your work is really edgy, really creative and innovative. So have you always been this way ever since you were young, like super creative, super fashionable? No. No. It's so a how short did, answer. Yeah. Um, I, it's so, I mean, and we said it, I've been spoken about this before, but I just always find it like surprising when you say it because I'm not conscious of, you know, Oh, I'm putting looks together and you totally. Ed- I mean, every single trend you've got all the But the thing is, I don't even know the about the, what even the. I, I'm not. I'm not conscious of the trends, right. which is interesting. Like, I must be absorbing it somehow, with you know music and what I you know what I what I take in there. Other, other people's creative work, um, social media. I'm sure. I'm, somehow, I am absorbing fashion. I mean, I'm always on ASOS. That's a real thing. <laughs> so maybe, you know, that's where that's coming from. Yeah. I don't know, but I haven't always been into it. I think the inception of me caring about how I look didn't come from a healthy place because we were really poor, like right. broke poor. We were the people that people, you know, churches gave bags of clothes to and wow. stuff. Like mm-hmm. we had nothing. So as a result, we were bullied at school, wow. me and my sister. And um, we never had anything. We never had name brands, like nothing. And I remember one mufty day, the dreaded own yeah. clothes day. Hated wow. own clothes day. Like Aww. the worst days, the worst days, right? <laughs> if, you, if you're like, you were like us, it's like, no, I just want to wear school uniform. And I don't even know if you remember this brand that came and went, Ice Nigger. 
eyes. Yes, in it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, do you yeah, remember? Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah, a yeah, flash in the pan, yeah, but it was a big yeah, deal. Yeah. And one year, and I remember it, it was like £17 I had. And I went to Ice Snake and I could get this jumper that was completely plain, had nothing, completely, completely plain. And on the side, there was a t- <laughs> t- tag. little tag yeah. that said, I was like, you couldn't even see it up close. Yeah. And I got it, I felt so proud. Um, and I think it came just, my, me wanting to be put together came initially from being bullied mm. and not wanting to be bullied. So I remember both, I think both Natalie and I, my, my younger sister, in those early sort of 20s, late teens, we were well into like making sure we looked good. Yeah. Even Natalie a bit more than me, you know, she was she loafers, she's amazing. But now it's like, she just is like, she, it's her, it's a form of creativity for her. But I think it didn't start that way for both sure. of us. Like yeah. we wanted to just make sure that no one would ever like, like take them have any take, reason yeah, to yeah to accuse to, or, yeah, yeah. Our, um, to say anything about our appearance mm-hmm. um but I think that just maybe just it's, it's just developed into I do love style yeah and if I see something amazing I want to see how I can incorporate that into my own looks I, I try and dress for my shape so I like to just dress in a way that's flattering to my shape as mm. best I can. Mm. I think that's a part of it. And maybe that's why things look more put together because I'm dressing according to what works for what you. works yeah. for me. Whereas like it's not ne- most fashion trend my fashion trends don't work for me. Yeah. Like the things that are way more immediate and that are more most prevalent don't. So I don't go there. But I kind of I'm learning to know what just works for me and what doesn't and I just stick to those things. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you are obviously doing your video shoots and you're putting looks together for, say, a photo shoot or album cover, blah, 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 blah. And even just, I guess, when you've got an event and stuff, how do you decide creatively what kind of theme or look you're going to go for? Like, even like your most recent video for the song that's coming out. And I can't Mm. even wait for people to hear it because it's so amazing. Um, But how did you go for that look? Because it's quite out there, the crown. Oh, the crowd. <laughs> yeah. so, I've, I, so in my, just to let everyone know, in my video that's about to come out, Run and Hide, probably at the Woo, end of it. Well, I won't give dates because yeah. actually I don't know when this podcast is coming out. But actually... By the time this podcast, the podcast comes out, out, it might be already go, out. Go and listen yes. to my new single, Run and Hide. Yes. And the video is on YouTube. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, well, my sister, it's my sister. Yeah. Actually, everything yes. flows from Natalie. Yeah. And I am just like... I'm she the the water starts from her and it yeah, trickles yeah, down yeah, to yeah, me yeah. and I just get yeah. a bit of the residue yeah. in that and I and I, <laughs> I glow up from that. Yeah. But anyway, she had this her friend made her this crown out of cable ties. And when you say that, it doesn't sound like no, it, it, but sounds it is like, stunning. Sounds rubbish. Yeah. But it's amazing. Yeah. So as soon as last year when I saw that, I was like, I need to wear that in a video. Mm. I don't know what video, but yeah. I need one of those for my video. And then when I made a video, this is the first opportunity and I knew that that had to feature somehow. That's yeah. just how that came about. But if I see something, if I see a piece, I like pieces. I think I like to be quite neutral, plain, kind of, not plain, but pared down, but then with a piece. Yeah. You know, or it's just something, If it, it, whether it be a shape of something yeah. or, you know, the crown or a piece of jewellery or something, you know, or I like to just, look put together or just little thing little things that make things look better like i have discovered 
white socks are a thing. <laughs> like they make a big difference in They're the nice whole little touch. Yeah. Like, and it's mm-hmm. a small thing. Yeah. But it does, it does yeah. something. So just white socks with your white trainers. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Like you just look like you, I'm just wearing like, you know, jeans and a hoodie. And if I wasn't wearing the white socks, I'd really look like I was going to the corner shop. Yeah. Like because I've kind of put that together. Yeah, it just lifts it all up. It's a little yeah. bit more intentional. Yeah, 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 small, yeah, small. yeah. Small, small, but big, big. But I also find with you, even when it comes to fashion, I mean, maybe you're not stretching yourself, but I feel like you are not afraid to explore looks that maybe others wouldn't. Yeah, I'm not really looking at what anyone else is doing. So right. that I think that's it. I'm not like trying to be different. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, I like this. Yeah. So where did that confidence come from? I don't, I, I don't even know if it's a confidence again. Like, I don't really know. And maybe you're describing it as confidence and maybe it is. I just don't register it like that. It's just what I like. I just like to try stuff. I, I, I'm into experimenting with makeup. Yeah. Well, not so much with makeup. I like Food. my makeup to be done. You experiment yeah. with everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But I like to experiment with fashion as yeah. much as I can within the boundaries of what looks good on my body. Yeah. And so... You know, I think I do like to look different. Like, it's something not overly different. I don't like to stand out too much. Sure. But I like to have something that is yeah. unique to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm going to ask you to do two things. Well, I'm going to ask you to do three things. Right. The first thing, what would you say, just three style tips mm. for just an average person? Not a creative, not not anyone who, you know... Is in fashion like three style tips that you white socks with white trainers. Well, not everyone's into white socks and white trainers. Guys, if you're going to wear white trainers, wear white socks. It was just a game changer. Just (laughs) that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Um, Style tips for any. I I mean, it's an obvious one, but like learning how to dress for your shape. Mm. I'm actually still learning that because because I have the proportions where I'm small up top and I'm bigger down the bottom, I'm still actually learning to not wear entirely oversized clothes because sure. that makes you just look yeah. like, you know, a bear. Yeah. Um, and so just learning to dress for your shape yep. is really important. And that might seem like you're, even say for someone like me who is a bit curvier, you might feel like in some ways you're wearing a little bit more form-fitting, but it's not because it actually, I don't actually wear very much form-fitting clothes, but I try and wear things with shape because if I don't, then it looks awful. So I think sure. just dressing for your shape is like a key, yeah, um, which is obvious. But, and, and, I, and I look for people who are similar shape online or whatever, just to see how things look yeah like i'm always gonna good. look at that and yeah try and go, okay so you'll get your inspiration from yeah like youtube online. if i'm looking at you know whatever outlet i no, not whatever outlet, it's only asos i shouldn't be just like they should they need to sponsor me um <laughs> asos or wherever i'm just looking for my shape and being like oh okay that looks good on her okay that would probably work for me yeah um so that's like a big thing um I don't know, for women, I know not everyone needs to wear makeup, but if it's your desire to easily look put together when you go out, like I can dress down, but if I just then put like a little bit of mascara on and some concealer and some gloss or just some easy neutral lipstick, I'm all about finding that, like your nude, the nude lipstick for your skin tone or whatever that that one or that lipstick that's my lips but better kind of color that yeah. you can just throw on every day mm-hmm. you kind of look put together with in five minutes yeah 
you know, and that can carry you through the day. If you can, if you're bored, if you're not, then, you know, forget that. So just finding just the basics that you can do that actually makes your dress down outfit look like you've made more effort with that. And I love that you do all of that with two girls. I do. I have know, a great husband who does amazing. help me in the morning. So. Yeah. I think Kenny is such an endorser. Like, oh, as yeah. in he he adores you. He loves the way that you look, you know. And I think yeah. having that kind of affirmation yeah. around you also um, helps foster confidence. Absolutely. You know? When I'm fluctuating with the old weight and I, I, I ask him, he goes, oh, no, you look great. And then we think, no, you're lying. You're lying. I say, no, I'm not. I'm not Bianca. And I'm like, yeah. okay, fine. Yeah. And even if I'm not at my best, like he, he does love me where I'm at. Yes, exactly. Great. Yeah, so good. Um, so the other thing I'm going to ask you to do is just what bit of advice would you give to someone who loves the Lord yeah. and is walking in, you know, a creative journey as yeah. a career or as a calling um, that they are multi anointed multifaceted you know doing lots of different things what what would be the one thing that you would say to them hmm I don't know if it'd be one thing but I would just say to embrace it all and like give it all to him yeah like I remember back in the day I, I just when I was going through all I was going through I think when I came off that whole high of just trying to be ambitious and build my own name that season that dark season I went through part of it was actually that I gave it all to yeah I gave it all yeah. to him and I was like lord like I want you more yes. than I want my own creative journey and to be in all these different places and all this ambition I have and I laid it down and then he gave it back to me yeah um and but I was a new me and I was a more mature me and I was a more developed me and he gave it back to me then so I would just say have a moment or a season or whatever that looks like for you where you like consecrate your gift to God and yes. you give it to him and you just decide from a true place that he is more important than that. And even if yeah. that's not true for you at this moment, that actually you just having that honest conversation that actually these things have got more of my heart than you have, but mm. I don't want that to be the way. And mm. allow God to take you on that journey where he has the supreme place in your heart. Um, he's got the safest hand. So I'll say, give it to him, give your gifts to him and then just embrace the journey. I think we're more than one thing. Yes. And, and there may be an anchor point where your um, creativity is hooked on it. Um, and that may become clear to you, but even if it, there isn't, like embrace this the just your multifaceted nature, and that there are different seasons for different things mm. and different emphasis emphases, mm. and that's cool. And and pray for strategy. Mm. Um, I think as Christians, sometimes we can have all this creativity, but somehow we're not that successful in yeah. the, in, in when I say successful, that we, we don't necessarily progress. And I think yeah. there's a lot of mindsets that can hold us back. Yeah. Um, that like weird Christian mindsets that yeah. can hold you back from actually, you know, when God's giving you a yes, or you have a yes over the path that you're on, like just going all the way yeah. for that, knowing that he's a part of that journey. I think that we can, we, we can move forward and be really, innovative yeah you know because we have god in us and, and audacious like not yeah and back. confident yeah, and exactly. not using like weird christian ideologies yeah. to cause you yeah, to yeah, shrink yeah. back yeah. from and being it is alive fear, though isn't it yeah it's like fear. but it's we dress up in all these different being, things yeah, and exactly. all this weird christian jargon yeah. and stuff but actually yeah just if it is fear then facing that fear yeah of actually being a bright light in a in a dark place yeah and shining brightly and 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 being successful 
in the eyes of the world, in the eyes of God, whatever. Yeah. That, you know, just being that being in that place that God's, God's is bringing you into and just yeah. standing there, like embracing that. Yeah, it's good. It's good. And I guess like the key thing is your own heart, yeah. isn't it? It's like um, preserving your heart and like you say, yielding your gift and yielding your life to the Lord every single day. Literally, yeah. it has to yeah. be a daily process I think and being okay with the process like I you know my so many seasons I've just like feel like I'm not being a good Christian yeah. you know and I have so many dry seasons and I I my ever my flow and I and I I can I can be lazy in my relationship with God and yeah. in my upkeep of myself physically and spiritually but God's like right there with me like as soon as I just even just close my eyes to go, oh God, where are you? You're literally yeah. so close and he's always there. Like yeah. he's in the process and that tricky creative process and the way we feel so much. Like he's in that. Yeah. And he's so close. And he's totally able to to rein us back in yeah. if we run ahead of him. Like Sean Bowles makes this statement yes. that God is able to do so much more with a believer who has a kingdom mindset and keeps running ahead of him than he is able to do with a believer who doesn't understand kingdom and is still thinking small because if you're still thinking small you literally close the door to anything that God wants you to step into whereas if you're so kingdom minded that you keep running ahead of God that's minor God can just pull you back and just rein you in and be like babes not right now you know whereas someone who maybe has a poverty mindset or has a Mm. small minded kind of mentality or lacks confidence yeah is is rooted in fear then that's a whole ideology that the mind needs renewing which is so much harder to kind of break into so I definitely feel that we have to be kingdom minded like Mm. our hearts are so in love with him and the more we fall in love with him the more we understand his kingdom and the more we understand his kingdom the more we're able to step out and take hold of everything he has for us like a full inheritance and with that does come prosperity with that does come success Mm. but you actually need a kingdom mindset to be able to steward through that success without feeling intimidated and embrace it and then use it for God's glory and use it to advance his kingdom but I think it's a lifelong process it is it is and you just literally you come through something else and then you learn that there's that you're just learning more and you're growing more and yeah that totally resonates with me in terms of like God is partnering with us in the process and sometimes it's not that you're you know the fear of the fear can manifest in and in my life where I'm waiting for God to tell me yeah. exactly before I do anything. Yes. I'm waiting for a word from the Lord, and it's you. Some you can be waiting for years sometimes, yeah, and yeah, sometimes yeah. it's yeah. like, okay, Lord, I prayed about this, and I prayed about all these checks. If there's any checks, and I'm just you know, I've given this to you. I'm acknowledging you in my path, in my way, and and I believe that you're directing my path. I'm going to take some steps stop me anytime yeah you know stop me anytime like yeah. I am I'm willing to course correct correct any direction you want me to and sometimes it is that yeah where he is directing the path and you take a step and you think oh I feel like I should take this next step yeah. and it's like as soon as you yeah. you step out sometimes yeah. is when you start to actually yeah even hear yeah. what you yeah, wanted to hear yeah. but, but you you don't hear it on base yeah. one yeah. you know and it's almost like um It's like your breakthrough sometimes is waiting for you, but you have to, from that place of rest, actually step Mm. out. And then it's almost like you release your own breakthrough by stepping out. But I think 
like it, it can be so tricky yeah. you know like I don't in any way claim to understand how it all works but I know even from my own journey I have waited and waited for many seasons and because that's what faith looked like for me mm. you know and it wasn't mm. that I was deliberately getting stagnant mm. but that's what faith looked like yeah. for me because in my be own strength yeah. I could go and get this or I could mm, go and mm, open that door for mm. myself but I didn't want to be the one opening doors for myself I wanted to wait on God and after a long while you then begin to question like okay God are you actually telling me to move now because I've got so used to waiting that moving is so unfamiliar to me and it's only in that secret place relationship with the Lord and only in like hearing the voice of the shepherd that you're able to then discern when he's saying wait and when he's saying Absolutely. move because faith looks like different things to different people and different things in different seasons and the word tells us that without faith is impossible to please god and so i definitely think that whatever you do you do by faith and Absolutely. if it means you're waiting yeah. then he will in his mercy and his grace he will bring you what you need and if by faith you're moving forward yeah. in his mercy and his kindness and his goodness, he'll rein you back if yeah. he needs to. Yeah, you got to the difference between faith and fear and you've yeah. got to know why. Am I, am I waiting because I'm afraid to step yes, out? Yes, exactly. Or am I waiting because I really feel like I'm, this is what I'm supposed to yes. be doing? Yes, yeah. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree 100%. Um, babes, I feel like we could keep going we with could. this conversation. We probably um, will after we switch off. <laughs> but I I will get you to pray. Oh. Yes. So I feel like there's so many angles you could pray from. But I actually want you to pray as a mum. Mm -hmm. I want you to pray for parents that are out there that are raising young kids and maybe they're spiritually dry. And so, yeah, just as a creative, as a mum, as someone who's walking through that journey, um, seeing her girls grow up now, just pray for parents who... Who are creative. Lord, I thank you for this time to just talk and just to share. And Lord, I just lift up every creative parent, every parent. I mean, in some ways it's every parent. There's creativity yeah. in all of us. But those parents who really just are on that creative journey with their career and their job and just in their own hearts. And I just um I just thank you, Lord, that you are um you are so tender with those who have young and you have so yeah. much understanding for where we're at and you're so kind and I pray Lord that that kindness will be felt that every parent would really see that you're not putting any pressure on the season that actually yeah. you you're bringing so much fruit out of the season and so much life and so much development out of this season so I pray for every parent that you will help them to just lean in and sit back in this season and just get everything that can be got because it's, it's it is so short yeah. and it doesn't and when it's done it's done you know our kids grow up so fast so I just pray Lord just for that um desire just to squeeze every bit of life and experience out of this precious short season I pray Lord um also for just like those creative like new creative areas that yeah. parents can do like I feel like you bring ideas Lord for parents like in that you that you don't necessarily give to them before they are parents like yeah. we, we just think differently we have to find creative ways to do things so I just pray for an abundance of that an abundance of creative ideas and also lift up those those parents who feel dry 
Lord, I just pray, Lord, for the clarity that comes in a dry season, the clarity that comes in a in a winter season when everything is stripped away, when there isn't um, all the distractions and the abundance that can happen in spring or in summer. And I pray, Lord, that um, there be real clarity of vision and clarity of your voice lord that they will they will hear your voice clearly and that they will they will know your heart more and that they will be such a um an enfolding of your arms around them that they will just feel you even stronger lord Mm. i pray lord that the dry seasons will be the precursor to a beautiful spring and a beautiful summer that actually that they will um finish these seasons well the seasons um as parents will be finished so well lord that actually when they face the new season they can they can face it with such joy and with no regret that actually they lived this this previous season um with um such fullness yeah. and, and embraced all of what it can be so lord bless every parent bless every creative lord thank you lord that they just carry your heart so well yeah in jesus name amen, amen. awesome ah so good um babes if people want to get in touch with you listen mm. to your music check you out how yes. can they do that um i have a website it's um biancarose.co.uk and I think all my social media is linked there. I'm usually on Instagram at it's that Bianca Rose. Thank you so, so much. It's been Thank you so much for joining me for today's show. I hope it blessed your socks off. All social media handles and links from today's episode can be found in the notes section. If you enjoyed it, please feel free to share. You are most welcome to subscribe to the Living in Light podcast. If you'd like to get in touch, you can do that via Instagram or Facebook, or you can head over to livinginlight.co.uk. I cannot wait to be with you guys again. And thank you so much for listening to the Living in Light podcast. Because you're beautiful, so beautiful.